All right, let's get a little more personal, and that's just because I uh, posted the link to the doctor talking about, you know, we made a mistake when we put the CV vaccines out there. And so I posted to uh, a community website called Used, and in this case, Used Victoria, but they have, I don't know if they're in the United States, but they have used um, websites for each city and each place across Canada. And it simply stated, don't miss this eight-minute interview and the title of that video, which was Dr. Brian Bridal. We made a big mistake creating the COVID-19 vaccines. And that was it. And inside of, I guess, about an hour and a half, they took it down with no explanation. And there was just a link saying, if I wanted more information, then I could contact by email. So I did, and I stated um, basically that there's enough information, enough real medical professionals out there bringing this information forward. It's factual and that it shouldn't be covered up um, within our communities. Uh, something along those lines. I don't have the email in front of me. Just straightforward. And uh, can you explain, you know, why, why did you take it down? And then I sent it to the media department as well because I said there'll be, you know, legal liability in the end for hiding the truth about uh, vaccines um, because, you know, these companies owe a duty of care to the people in the communities that they serve. Hiding information for making informed decisions about something so critical, things that um, cause permanent damage or can kill you. So I didn't hear back, but I'm bringing this up because I was looking at other things online. Quite clearly, we're seeing that the old systems are killing the MAPA operations. That's not a secret. And they're moving the power over to the big corporations like Walmart and Amazon and, you know, obviously big tech. And they've done so much damage and they've taken so much control. They even managed to take over Parler by... Uh, putting the pressure on, removing their apps from the app store. Um, can't remember what they did exactly to Parler, but, uh, oh yeah, they pulled the servers so that the, they, they couldn't use the cloud or the server provider, uh, was part of big tech. So they kicked them, kicked Parler off. So Parler, the owner, I think stepped down and a new owner came in and then Gab was approached by a censorship company that, uh, said that they helped put Parler back in play and put the app back in the store and would they you know be interested in a conversation uh, about their system which is essentially a censorship system that pulls posts that speak against uh, you know the, the new world order narrative but as I do more research for different personal things online it quite clearly as I've said all of this uh, power is being pulled from the people in the mop operations into big tech it's pure propaganda, and I've seen this going on for a long time on uh, on internet searches. If you wanted to find the truth about anything, you're just not going to find it. You'd have to dig pretty deep, or you'd have to go into uh, known alt media, you know, alt media, social media, alt media news, in order to get some insight. And this goes way back. It goes back to when I was uh, speaking against uh, the global warming bullshit, and uh, 
the trolls. I mean, the, the, they had hired people to go online. Some were stupid enough, at least one was stupid enough, to use their, their name that they used uh, in the marketing company that uh, they belonged to. Because I searched the name and up came a marketing company. So I knew that, you know, people were hiring marketing companies, companies uh, were hiring floors full of people, trolls or whatever, to speak out. And you see that. You see it. Uh, there was an interview um, with um, Brandt, uh, what's his name, the comedian? I can't remember his name. Um, he played an Arthur. Anyway, he, you know, he went all spiritual and he's in an interview. And behind them you can see rows and rows of computers uh, and people typing away at the computers in this media company, you know, a mainstream media company. You know, so, I mean, there's floors full of people hired to be trolls, floors full of lawyers up, you know, in the top of buildings of big corporations. But um, the reason I'm getting more personal with this is because when I was in the Yukon, I had uh, I'd had enough. I, I was studying environmental science in order to step in, which I've mentioned before, to the industry to be a mediator between the crazy green brainwashed globalists, the, the students, and the psychopath corporations because there was a bloodbath coming and I there was no escape. There was nothing that made any sense to me at that point than to step away from everything that I had been doing because business was changing. The landscape was changing. On-time delivery was coming in. Everything was being manufactured in China, and that was the whole game. Uh, I was a product uh, manufacturer, creator, and inventor, and I'd put products across many stores in, in Canada, which I mentioned before, and over to Australia, and I was trying to break into the United States because Canada's really just a test market. But um, the bottom line was it wasn't going to go anywhere. This uh, whole uh, retail thing, really, you had to have a plant producing in China um, and you had to be there have people on the line to make sure quality was going to you know be good enough to survive the big buyers in uh, or the you know the test the feedback long story but essentially you had to have uh, you had to play the game the way Walmart wanted it played and they were they put a lot of people out of business Bix pickles uh, you know bicycle manufacturers in America rubber made so the game was getting too complicated and China had their eyes set on basically total control of all manufacturing in the world, which seemed insane because how do you do that? I mean, that was, it was bizarre. And I was aware that as manufacturing, in, you know, as they took over manufacturing, which they had 80% of it by that time, uh, when I was signing contracts, 80%, and they were, um, at that point, China's economy was moving up, and they were looking for the next slave nation to start producing widgets, because uh, you know the the manufacturers, the companies behind, were looking for the cheapest labor in order to compete. That was the whole the whole strategy, low price point, and it's not a it's not a good ending when it comes to you know that's that kind of a strategy. Quality was out the window. Anyway, so I decided that I would do uh, environmental science, and then I, I discovered that the students were too brainwashed. They were absolutely borderline insane when it came to uh, anything to do with the real world. They, they completely lost grips with the real world. They bought into all the propaganda, the Al Gore movie. Uh, they were being um, brainwashed at college, university, where I was going. It was coming from the University of Alberta up into the Yukon. Uh, taking those uh, courses, so essentially it was a university degree in environmental science, and they brought in teachers that were completely brainwashed. It was absolutely bizarre. It was really freaky, and 
so it was third year, the second, uh, second and third year that I had to step down and decided I would go into land management. And then it turned out that that was crazy as well. It was First Nations, um, sort of in charge of things. And I was warned that it was a, a bit of a bloodbath in there because things were very disorganized, highly political and really driven by money coming out of Ottawa. And so there was, there was no place for somebody, um, that you would call a radical like myself or somebody that was actually looking to do good things. Everything was really corrupt and, and driven by money. And in Canada, uh, certainly in the Yukon, where 40% of the employees are government employees, about, I would say, 50% directly and indirectly. I would say 100% really in the end. Once government fails, there'd be nothing left in the Yukon as far as employment. They killed mining with the rules and regulations as well. Because they were they were trying to clear, I'm getting to a point here, but they were trying to clear the little miner out of there. It was all going to big miners, big money, um, things like that. So economies were being killed, essentially. Um, in the end, I mean, it's basically that place only survives because of government money. And when that's the case, everybody does what the government wants because they need their money. Um, so I decided, okay, well, what I'll do is I'll move into real estate. I understand land management. I understand First Nations. I've studied this. I understand the culture. I grew up there. I understand marketing like nobody else in the industry. So I started up a website called Whitehorse Life, and it became the busiest website for traffic from around the globe um, compared to all of the other websites including the government website. And it took over page one. I hired a company to do search engine optimization and I followed and learned what they were doing to see how it would work. So I, and then I pursued it on my own and I kept it there. And it was very amazing. We, we had a, another partner I was working with who was a really good photographer. And we took a picture of every, every sort of public building or a tourist building or any, you know, from anything from schools to neighborhoods. So we basically described the landscape in, in an incredible way that if you were a tourist or if you were, let's say, somebody looking to buy a house and doing a transfer through a company, you would land on that site and you would end up dealing with the realtors who really understood, uh, you know, the landscape that we were, we were showing everybody. And uh, so it became this sort of symbiotic relationship um, between people moving in and out of the Yukon and real estate and media, because then I would pull the feeds from the local media and they would self-update, uh, putting in as well um, little programs that would pull feeds from social media so companies could update their page, everybody had a free page, everybody was put on there. And then basically marketing and advertising would pay for the whole thing, but then also the real estate uh, thing helped as well, making contacts and stuff like that. And what happened there was um, everybody went ballistic. I was attacked by the Yukon News uh, with hit pieces. I was attacked by realtors um, in order to move forward in a way that I felt was socially responsible in a sense to my community rather than charging, which is what was happening, uh, six to, um, what was the percentage now? It was, uh, inch, the, the fees of, of selling a house was, uh, I think three, geez, I can't remember. That's funny. It worked out to be about 30,000 to $40,000 to sell your house in the Yukon. Something like that. It could be 20,000 for a low end house, you know what I mean? Up to, up to, uh, 35,000, something like that. It was insane. I was a realtor. I knew exactly what it took to sell a house. And that was insane. 
why essentially realtors were just sucking the equity out of people. And, uh, and it was an old boys club. So I decided to do 2%. And then I got, you know, phone calls from different realtors threatening not to show the houses, uh, telling me that, you know, the brokerages were going to freeze me out and that I was fucked basically. And so, um, and what it was, was I also was flying a drone, the first uh, sort of person to fly a drone, take doing the farmland uh, real estate stuff and doing the, um, you know, the, the general marketing uh, of things. And again, was attacked uh, by different people in the community. And I was told that I should be asking permission from the big companies for me to be doing things. I'd offer free advertising to charities. Um, and one had called me and then disappeared because they were told not to deal with me. So what I was noticing before I left, before I shut everything down, was that the government has essentially taken control of economies through the socialist system. Um, the big companies, the media companies and the real estate companies were all owned, you know, the old boys club. They were completely controlled. And you couldn't make a move as an entrepreneur. The rules and regulations were getting harder. The barriers to entry into any market was getting more complicated. You know, the insurance costs, the just the cost of doing business or starting up, it was prohibitive. It was cost prohibitive. It was high risk, high responsibility, uh, you know, it just, there was no, nowhere to move for somebody that started out when I was 17, opening a takeout on my own, buying a little takeout, uh, buying a trailer, outfitting it as a takeout, slapping to, to get together the best I could. No license, no anything. I grew up in restaurants. I knew everything there was to know about health, health and safety. And so I put it together and, you know, one thing led to another and it was operating in a park. I didn't have, uh, nobody was bothering me. Um, and I, you know, was making about $500 a day, but then I had to move, you know, life got in the way and I had to move out of the Yukon back East. But the point is, is it was, is all I needed was at that point was the motivation to go do something. And I did it and I kept doing business my entire life, but the marketing strategies, the, uh, real estate strategies, the relationship building, the, you know, doing everything for the community in the sense of marketing their tourist operations, all tourist operations were marketed, all companies were in one spot. So essentially what I was doing was building a foundation underneath um, two main industries, if not three, people moving into the Yukon, real estate and tourism. And it was a one-stop place and it was self-updating. So I didn't need a huge staff. Uh, if you had a special going on, you would update your social media feed. You didn't even have to log into my website. I would pull the information in and show it to the, whoever, line up the specials, line up the airline, uh, price specials, all the stuff. It was absolutely ingenious really. And it was unique and nobody else had done anything like this. And it was a complete and total attack on me, on my work, um, on my career and personal, you know, and so there was nowhere to move. There was no, nowhere left to go. I had to shut it all down. But the thing was, um, as I'm looking now, I see that this has hit everywhere all over the place, that it's coming to the surface. We can see it across the board. You can see that if you look up anything, the big companies all have the mainstream media talking beautiful about them. The mom operations are nowhere to be found. The dissenting opinions are nowhere to be found. And so the internet is essentially turned into essentially free marketing for very big, centralized, corrupt companies. And they don't want to let that go. So when, you know, I sent this email off to used Victoria, 
all I was thinking was why, why even bother? You know what I mean? I can't explain anything. I can't explain that CV is a bunch of bullshit. I can't explain what the actual science is behind what's going on because that would just be too much. But I did know a couple of things. One, that you, the vaccine is not needed uh, even based on the corrupt science for children. They're not dying of, of COVID, number one. But they are. 85% of the children that were tested uh, got sick had adverse effects. I don't know if there was a death in there or not, but the bottom line is it's it was hurting children. It wasn't helping children. Uh, the, the leaked Fauci information was showing that uh, masks, finally, you know what I mean, masks don't work, but why you'd need a fucking clown up there to tell you something works or doesn't work uh, blows my mind because when I, you know, when I'm thinking these are marketing professionals that run things like used Victoria, used Toronto, used whatever it is, Vancouver. These are supposed to be marketing professionals. But when I look up the information about them, uh, I see things about, you know, that there's, they have sensors in there that delete ads if they, if they don't agree with them. And I don't mean uh, ads, you know, that are bad ads. I'm talking about opinion. You know what I mean? And I've had, when I post an ad, I've had my ads move from one category to another because some little dweeb sitting in a chair, you know, some some little prick decides that they know better than I do. I'm a fucking marketing professional. I've been doing this my entire life and there's some fucking 24-year-old who's graduated and has no fucking experience whatsoever is telling me where an ad should go. You know what I mean? And then basically saying, and you can thank me later or whatever. You know what I mean? In that sense. But I'm putting this out there because it is done. The internet is fucking, it is completely useless, right? Number one. Two, the media and the media systems, it's completely useless. You're looking at a system that is essentially self-promoting um, only for the very large companies. It's, it's quite extraordinary when I look at it. There's just nowhere to move. And this was the reason that I'm going to get personal. If I had worked at Use Victoria, if I had, um, well, put it this way. Obviously, real estate didn't work out. Obviously, being an entrepreneur in a government town didn't work out. And they copied my website stuff. Dawson City copied it. Whitehorse copied it. I called them. People stole my stuff, my maps, my interactive maps, sold them to the Yukon government. And then when I called the government, they were pissed off that I contacted them to say, hey, you know, you got somebody selling you my maps that I'm creating. And they didn't give a shit. But um, what am I getting at here? I don't want to lose my point. Um, yeah, I wouldn't be able to work. I'd be fired from Use Victoria because I would, my moral code would get in the way and I would think, okay, I don't want children to be hurt. I don't give a shit what the mainstream media is saying. Here are medical professionals. I also supplied a link to the 10,000 doctors and the, the hard, hard ass, hardcore lawyer that sued Deutsche Bank and, uh, VW for, um, you know, cheating the emissions test and won both. And, and the other, whatever, 999 lawyers as well that are looking or are taking the WHO and other organizations to court over uh, crimes against humanity. <clears throat> and that's all. I sent that. I sent the fact that children are not at risk, just two links, and a link to the eight-minute uh, interview of the doctor saying that, you know, this is going to cause uh, fertility problems. It's going to cause cardiovascular problems. It's going to cause blood clotting problems. We understand why. And uh, it was a big mistake to put it out there. So I would have definitely made the decision, just leave it up. And people can push the complain button all they want, but it's not coming down. But I would have been fired for that. Uh, in real estate, I got tired of seeing realtors making uh, a million, you know, a million bucks a year. And I mean, these, these realtors, I won't 
get into what I think of a lot of the of the realtors, but their focus is money. Period. That's it. There was a few that had you know were good people. They were, weren't really around. I don't think that long in the industry, but essentially it was a bloodbath. It wasn't anything I was interested in. I joined up because there was very much else to do in a small town. And it was allowing me to be an entrepreneur and market myself under the banner of something that uh, seemed stable rather than getting my ass handed to me because uh, I was dealing with uh, Radio Shack who ordered a bunch of stuff for me and then went bankrupt and didn't want to pay. And they were going bankrupt uh, when they ordered it. Uh, they just didn't tell me. So Christmas was pretty bad in 2008. They basically sunk the company. And I threatened to go out at Christmas time and, and say what I wanted to say about it all. And they were pretty f- upset about that idea. They didn't want... Uh, that kind of information out, and then also dealing with Walmart, uh, a lot of stories uh, with the work that I've done over the years and the marketing and stuff, and I can tell you that it's absolutely cutthroat business, and that the the people that get hired into positions who are called professionals, in many cases, have their heads so so far up their ass that you'd you'd be remiss, you'd be irresponsible to give them any credibility for making any decisions about you, your business, your life, or anything like that. If you're dealing with people in these industries, uh, you know, in, in any level of industry, just assume they're a fucking moron. Because basically, these people work for companies. They're not out there on their own. They're, they're um, backed up by big money, and they really have nothing on the line. So they make stupid fucking decisions for everybody but themselves. And they can even make, and they do in many, you know, many times stupid decisions for the company, but the company can take the hits because when you're corrupt, basically you, you have uh, access to uh, connections and money that just keep you afloat. You can make a lot of mistakes in a row and you can cover up a lot of mistakes. Anyway, so again, real estate, I thought it was completely uh, horrible to be charging so much money to the average person's out there playing slave to charge so much money to sell their fucking home. Okay, number one. So there was no way I was going to be able to function in that. Two, the environmental science. None of these fucking kids were scientists. None of them had read an actual book about climate science. And all of them had watched an Al Gore movie and were indoctrinated uh, into that stupidity. And they didn't give a shit. You know, it was minus fucking 40 when I gave a lecture or I talked to the class when they lost their shit and basically that was it. Showing them the truth made them go ballistic, just as we're seeing now. You can't tell the truth to somebody that's completely brainwashed. So there was no way to be in environmental science or in that industry. Then, again, working for a company, that a marketing company or something like that, like used, you know, everywhere, uh, .com, um, there's no way to be in there because I would, my moral code would be too high. So... What I've come to, the, you know, what I'm trying to get at is that the positions we are in our lives have to do with the decisions that we make. And as a light worker, star seed system buster, somebody with integrity, somebody with morals and things like that, um, we're not going to get very far in a world where every industry, right down to the Red Cross, which I had a dealing with as well, is corrupt, right? Um the priests or the church, the hospitals, medicine, teachers, gym teachers, Boy Scout teachers. You know what I mean? And I've had to deal with these fuckers too. My family has had to deal with a lot of crap. Um, and, I, you know, I could get into some really personal fucking horror stories as well that has to do with some of these organizations that you just don't hear about. Kids being sold. People in my family being sold as children. Rapes happening and nothing you can do about that. Your kids are just taken from you. You know what I mean? And yeah, bottom line is, 
you know, this, all this stuff has to clear itself up. All of these companies have to um, basically be exposed and implode. There's no move to make, man. This wall is heavy and it is falling in on itself. But the bottom line is, I guess the reason I decided to get personal on this is because if you're sitting there like me and there's no move to make, there's no company that is going to hire you. I'm in a community essentially exposing myself as somebody who's against the norm. You know, it's, I'm on an island. I'm on Victoria and it's not going to take long. But, you know, it's bigger than where I was, but it doesn't take long for people to figure out who you are. Um, just like any island. I've never been a fan of islands, but in this case, I would rather be here than in Vancouver. It's a bit busy there, and it's warm enough to be here. Uh, there's no winter, and I've spent enough winters in minus 40 and 50 in the Yukon and in Dawson City that I've just had enough of it, and I certainly don't want to spend any more anywhere else, and this is about it. So, um, but again, speaking against, um, you know, the norm which makes it very difficult to function in an industry, especially if you're awake and you have a conscience, which you would if you're awake, and you have, you know, morals, compassion, and empathy. You know, when I see homeless people, I immediately see a starseed or a light worker pointing out a system that is broken, where the average, like you, and where the average uh, 3D person just sees a menace to society, a problem in and of itself, not a symptom of a fucking problem that essentially that judgmental prick uh, is a part of. <laughs> There's me judging again. What can I say? So um, this is more personal. I'm putting it out because it's, you know, really, what are, what are we going to do? You can't blame yourself. You, ca you can't blame yourself for, for standing up for humanity, even if it seems that half or the majority of humanity can't do it for itself, that it's willing to sacrifice its own children in order to hold the systems together that they feel safe within. And we've come to an end of that. It's all falling in on itself. Yeah, I won't get into any more personal stuff, but uh, the bottom line is it doesn't matter how smart you are. It doesn't really matter um, what your potential is in the old system. What mattered was how cold-hearted you were how psych, much of a psychopath where you were, because that would get you up the ladder. It's just the nature of the energy, but that has changed. Now the frequencies are higher, and what will be supported are the light, work, light workers, star seeds, and those who want the best for their community. It's too bad it couldn't have happened sooner. I'm 53 years old, and I look at this, you know, my wife was uh, Adina, you know, we were, we were thinking, um, you know, at some point we would just go to Australia, you know, use air miles and go to Australia. But they're just not going to be there. You know what I mean? And not, by the time all this thing sorts out, and I don't want to go anywhere anymore. I'm too fucking tired to, uh, to continue, you know, to do this. There's no place left to go on this fucking planet until this stuff shapes up, until there's actually opportunities for people who give a shit about people and give a shit about society, the world. And I mean all people. You know what I mean? I'm not. I'm talking about looking past all of the propaganda and all of the separation and division politics that's been going on. I'm talking about seeing through all that bullshit. The kids that are coming in, they're they're going to change this stuff. You know, my daughter's one of them. She's going to be. She's going to have my my wisdom, my insight, my experience, without having to be worn down in battle over it. You know, she's going to have it. I'm giving it to her so that when she hits an age that she wants to do something, 
She's balanced. She's got it. She knows exactly what she wants. She knows how to figure that out. And she knows whether the juice is worth the squeeze. And she knows how to stand and stay in her own uh, frequency, her own vibration, and not be afraid. You know, and I, you know, I just, star seeds, I would say for the most part, never got that. I never had it. I never had a parent that was able to teach a fucking thing about life. Really, I got taught compassion by my two mothers, but that was it. They didn't have anything else to give. They lived in the now. I did learn how um, incredible that is. They managed to have what they needed when they needed it, but they didn't have anything more than that. And that felt unstable. It felt awkward. And so I always tried to push for more. But when I did, I tried to control things. When I tried to control things, I was in self-survival um, mode. I was in that frequency of, that is low frequency. It's in one of plotting and planning and strategy and fighting to survive. And you can't do that as a light worker. Your vibe is too high and your strategy is too low. And so it just spirals out of control and it doesn't work. You basically have to put it on the line and step into the unknown and do the things you love to do and forget about all that other stuff. I talked about it a little bit in the last recording and that was about the idea of um, not researching everything. Not, you don't need to convince anybody of anything. Nobody's fucking listening anyway. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's, it's not about researching everything to make the next move. Your next move is made based on your passion, your interest, where your heart is, because it's the high vibe motivations that are the right path for us. Anything else is the wrong path. And this is why we're seeing that whole paradigm fall apart. The survival mentality, the slave mentality. I pray to God the, the slaves diverge or wake up. I know we're at that point where, you know, um, I had, you know, two emails come in after I put that ad up saying about the doctor on the U site saying I needed to get some help and I'm, you know, I don't understand medicine and blah, blah, blah. And I didn't respond, but I felt like writing back and saying, you know what, I really hope you get all three vaccines and all of the booster shots that come after that. I really, I really want you to, to make sure you feel safe and sound. You know, basically they would let big pharma screw them. You know what I mean? Literally screw them if it made them feel safer. It's, yeah, it's mind bending. It's mind-bending to see that something is small and unknown, you know what I mean? Small and, and, and unimportant as something like Use Victoria, which is essentially the voice, the classified voice for Victoria, would also be part of the censorship. But I guess it belongs probably in one way or another. I'm not sure even how to look up that company name. And they certainly don't provide the information on the website. I know Kijiji belongs to eBay, at least it used to. And I, su I suppose this one, since it shot up from nowhere and became big overnight, is somehow connected to something big. That it belongs to, I don't know, some big news company or some big company. I keep thinking like Black Media, which bought up all the Yukon uh, media or bought up Yukon News, which what is what attacked me. Um, with hit pieces, send a reporter to my home, pretending to support the work I was doing only to buy uh, a story from the Associated Press to show the dangers of what I was doing. It's fucking mind-blowing. Trying to help the community only to be attacked by the community newspaper. Trying to, to help the tourist operators only to be ripped off by the government. Trying to help um, people moving to the Yukon only to be end charity organizations 
only to have them held back because everybody sits on everybody's board. I remember managing the executive uh, or the entrepreneurship center in the Yukon. I was the executive director. And one of the one of the board members was the, the president of the Bank of Nova Scotia in the Yukon. And he called me a radical. He didn't like me at all. I'd written a book on how to start up um, companies and businesses for entrepreneurs. I was, I just graduated from business at the, uh, at UConn College and <clears throat> I had the highest mark in the university in the, in the college of a th- over a thousand students. There was, uh, I was beat out by a mechanic, but I was taking computer programming business and, you know, all of the hard courses. So I was actually doing pretty good. And um, so I knew what I was doing. I had lots of experience. I'd already dealt with, um, you know, manufacturing and providing supply, you know, uh, nationals across the country, Walmart, Canadian Tire, stuff like that. I'd already done all that. And I, th- I think I was 29 or 30 or something. I can't remember. It was back in 2000. And uh, yeah, so I was about 30 years old. Anyway, um, I'd written this book. It was great. It was for Yukon entrepreneurs. It had all kinds of insight. It had all kinds of really cool information I learned from really high up people, head marketer for people's jewelers, somebody that worked with people in Kotz Cola uh, marketing, you know, just uh, marketers for Xbox, LucasArts, Walt Disney, the head marketers in Canada, just people I'd learned information from, uh, good insight. And I'd put that information together in a in a very comprehensive very practical guide and the board of directors which was head of chamber whitehorse chamber of commerce i think the president of the bank and a few other organizations you know higher up organizations he was a chair he was a nonprofit. And, and when I took over, the, the company, the nonprofit was in debt, and I took it out of debt, and I had all kinds of things happen. I had the, the local telephone company donate internet and things like that. Just got it, you know, back on back on its feet a little bit better. And they went fucking ballistic, uh, the board, because the Chamber of Commerce had been given money to write a similar book. And because I didn't bring it up, um, I was helping. We brought in a group of entrepreneurs, and I was there to help them as well. So I put the book together for them in my my own time, and uh, and they lost their shit because I did because I did this when they were being paid by the government to do it. So, and obviously mine was you know good. Mine wasn't written by some sort of fucking bureaucrat. So, uh, and I'd been I'd been given money as well from Yukon Agriculture in order to put this uh, together and include a food component. Uh, and they loved it. But the bottom line was that while I was sitting on the board, I realized that all these people sat on each other's board and spied on each other in order to see who was getting money for what. And there was a meeting that said, oh, you know what we should do is we should just get together all these boards, right, and have and decide who's doing what rather than doing the same fucking thing three different times. In other words, three entrepreneurial books, three mentoring programs, uh, three entrepreneurial teaching programs. Whatever. And they said, no, no, we want the money. We want the money from Ottawa. And then when the money rolls in and the, the keyword or buzzword changes every year, then they just, they drop people. They just, they, they drop what they're doing. They start something new. So nothing really goes anywhere. And why I was called a radical is because I was actually trying to help entrepreneurs, actually trying to build uh, something, and it was working with the Yukon Music Industry Association as well, called Raya, and helping them. And I put uh, their CDs, they created this CD, mini CD, and I put it in uh, my products as a bonus, uh, another symbiotic relationship, I put it in point of purchase displays across all the Canadian tires, and put it into other products and stuff like that that went uh, outside of the country to promote Yukon artists and um, 
and help them, you know, figure it out and add French to it because it was national. Uh, and the bottom, <coughs> uh, the bottom line was they just didn't give a shit. Once the buzzword changed, all that shit's over. They don't care. They didn't want me to help them, right? They didn't want me to help them. And I, st- I said, fuck it, I'm going to help them anyway. And that's when I, I uh, ended up in Toronto doing my own products. And then I contacted the Music Industry Association and, and continued to do work without the permission of the Yukon Entrepreneurship Centre. But this was, again, the bottom line. It's all about greedy bureaucrats don't give a crap about the community. They just want to be funded by the government in order to pay the fucking paycheck uh, for whoever it is that they're connected to. It's a big club. It's a networking club of useless boards that sit there and fuck the community up and waste money. And that's just the nature of it. And all of this needs to be changed. All of this shit needs to be changed. You know what I mean? It's all a nightmare. Once I saw it from the inside out, there was even a banker who offered to give me inside information so that I could um, I could invest in one of three companies or three companies. I didn't have five bucks. I didn't even have a license plate sticker. I couldn't register my car to do my business because all my money was going into my business, right? And so it was, it was, it was a hard life doing what it was that I was doing. So I, I couldn't invest, but you know what I learned from that was this was just a fucking guy at my age. I was going into business with him and he had inside information and the, and this is over 20 years ago, statute of limitations gone. No investment was made, no crime was committed. But the bottom line was this, I recognized that unless you have inside information, there was no point in investing really in anything. You had to have connections. And investors, people who are hired to invest your money, they have those connections. Chartered accountants, they have those connections. I met one of those guys too. But the bottom line is the average fucking guy doesn't have a chance. He doesn't have the connections. He doesn't have the inside information. And I'm talking, that's the way the world works. I'm sure you know this, but these are the things that I've picked up over the years. It's a corrupt cesspool that all had to come to the surface. And that's just the shit that I saw, and I'm not connected. You know what I mean? I'm just an entrepreneur, and that's the shit that I saw. So it's all about who you know, period. Or just look who's running the United States these days. You know what I mean? That is just corruption at its best, from top to bottom, using everything you can imagine to leverage anybody and everybody you want to leverage to do exactly what you fucking want them to do. And for the average drone out there, they couldn't possibly believe it. Child trafficking, bribery, bid rigging, blackmail, all that kind of stuff. They just can't imagine that that's the currency that runs nations. You know, anything that you see on the surface is designed. It's specifically fucking designed to look that way and be that way. If not, it wouldn't be there. Every industry is corrupt. If there's money to be made, and that means right down to science, right down to medicine, all the things you think that would be protected. If there's money to be made, it's made. Just look at the uh, blood and gore. Al Gore and David Blood in the Chicago Climate Exchange. They own 3% in, in the Climate Exchange for trading carbon credits. And uh, totally corrupt. Gore and blood, imagine that. What a team. And these are the motherfuckers that are teaching the world, or at least Al Gore was, about global warming, which is complete and total bullshit. And the system never worked. Cap and trade never worked. It was corrupt. Completely corrupt. It only made corrupt people lots of money while taxing everybody else to death. And that is the nature of it. That is straight up. You can look up Al Gore and David Blood. All of the corruption that goes on behind the scenes is covered up by the mainstream media, which is owned by the same people, and you know that. 
But it's so bad that pretty much if you work in government, and I don't mean everybody, I, there's some good people in government, but they're hardcore drones, you know, they follow the rules. And they are the grunts that are up at the front line. Same with like the nurses and things like that. I mean, there's some good people and there's some really fucking corrupt people. But the bottom line is they all work for the same corrupt fucking people. And that has to change. And the only way that changes is if it becomes exposed enough that the people rise up and tear it apart. And with other catalysts, such as earthquakes, tsunamis, and volcanoes, which should hit this year. This is the year of change. Last year was the year of clarity. And then the year after that is a year of harmony. And what that means, I believe, harmony is things coming together in harmony. It doesn't mean harmony overnight because we've got a lot of years to go here. You know what I mean? It's like the airlines that we're forcing, uh, saying you can't get on the plane unless you get a, a fucking vaccine like uh, Qantas Air in Australia. And they were just paid by the New World Order to do that because they weren't getting any flights anyway. No one was flying. So they were going to be dead in the water. So why not take a big handout behind the scenes and say, okay, you need a vaccine because that's where it's all going to go anyway. Same as the Trudeau thing and all the other fucking weird politicians. The writing's on the wall. Imagine the meetings that went on. Yeah, well, you know, you're going to have to do this because we're actually going to shut the world down. We're going to destroy all the mob operations. We're going to break all systems. We're going to take everything everybody owns and we're going to give them a fucking passport. And if they're not any good, we're going to shut them off. No money, no travel, no job, no nothing. Like a burn spy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like just, you've got nothing. So <clears throat> they were in full tilt because of the amount of power and leverage these fucking people have. There was no point in pushing against them. Even um, Harper came out and said Canada was not sovereign anymore. And I thought, I couldn't believe what I was seeing. It was after the 2008 um protests in Toronto where people were being beat up by the police. Anyway, I don't want to go on and on about this. I'm just being more personal about it, but I'm telling you, there's, for me, there's, what else could we do? We're wanderers, system busters. You know, I'm living by the seat of my pants in a motel. Um, the people, even the people in my family are part of that system. They're those that are left. You know what I mean? They're just part of that psychopathic drone, uh, completely asleep, selfish, self-centered system. Don't give a shit about anybody but themselves, you know? And and some of them, they might seem nice, but they're no different, right? They're just covering it up with fear. Fear or comedy or whatever. They just, they're still the same. They're, they're asleep. Um, I guess that's judgmental and pointing the finger, but I guess you'd, you know, have to be me to know who I know. Um, and that's the nature of a light worker being born into a fucked up family. You know, and it's not for the bad, it's for the good. It highlights things, it brings things to the surface. I had two mothers that were incredibly compassionate. They lived for compassion. They gave up their shit. They gave away their car to a priest. They gave away their business for a cancer person. They, you know, to fund, I mean, they just fucking gave everything away. Kept us broke my whole life, basically. But I learned a lot of compassion. And I gave away my last shit, too. You know what I mean? But in the end... Um, the expansion of consciousness that comes it doesn't really manifest in a 3D rewarding kind of a way other than when you do wake up, you come into an understanding that you are protected, you will have what you need, but it may not be more than that, at least not right away. You know, it just may not be more than that, and it may never be more than that. But the thing is, is 
why would you the thing is is in 3d you want more than you need because you want to feel safe or you want a nice house or would when you wake up the ego is gone you don't give a shit about the big house i don't want a fucking big house i just have to clean a big house insure a big house pay for a big house you know what i mean or pay taxes on it and i don't want to fund the government any more than we have to fund the fucking government i want to see taxes go before i ever buy a piece of property and that's coming too but you know what i'm saying um as an awake person that it wants to, all you need to do is follow the passion. I'm going to start t-shirts here. We're in the new apartment. It's slightly bigger. Um, it feels more isolated, but, um, you know, it's, it's room to hang up a t-shirt and start doing something with it, I guess. I mean, I don't, I don't know, but anyway, uh, yeah, I don't know where I'm going with this. I, I kind of did, but I'm getting tired now. So I'm going to put this up. If you're bored, you you can, you know, you'll you'll have, I don't know, some t you can kill some time listening to it. Otherwise, you just, who gives a shit? Is there anything else I wanted to add to this? Let the games begin. That's what popped in my mind. Let the games begin. Oh, I will sum up that one thing. <clears throat> Find your self-worth. One. Forget the fact if you didn't do well in 3D. Uh, I tried anything and everything. I laid it all on the line. I worked with lots of money, lots of uh, incredible, innovative ideas, and blah, blah, blah. And it still blew up over and over and over again. And that was life dishing me what I needed to stay out of that sort of, you know, being blinded by 3D, 3D success, 3D business, 3D distractions, stuff like that. Um, but also keep in mind that we're meant to live in the now. We're not meant to um, to work and live the way we used to. It's not about survival, building up big bank accounts, worrying about retirement, all that kind of crap. It's about being part of your community in a positive way, and you'll have what you need when you need it. It's just that's the nature of reality shifting. Most people won't understand that. But that's the nature of the frequency of consciousness moving you about Um the physical experiences that you have, putting you in contact with people you meet, and um, the nature of symbiotic relationships and catalysts and things becoming more than you expected one way or the other. Um, I was thinking when I'm doing t-shirts of doing things that are smart and funny that make people think maybe, or maybe it's going to be just artwork, or maybe it's design and artwork. Maybe it's flow. Maybe it's just purely channeled in the moment so that there's an energy or frequency in the shirt. Maybe it's none of those things because I'm not exactly excited about doing anything at this point. I don't think that I want to get into a 3D business model of any kind. I'd rather do teaching and I'd rather be able to speak to people about what's going on and where things are going. That's where my passion is, right? I already did the artwork. You know what I mean? Once I've done something, I don't want to go back and do it again. I've done artwork. I've done the sort of channeling. I've done, you know, this, these recordings and I'm tired of those in a sense. I'm tired of big tech kicking me off and, and censoring me all over the place and it makes me think that there's no point in doing them. What is the point in speaking to, uh, you know, blankness, basically? There's a few people listening, but you already know all this shit. You know what I mean? All this is is maybe a confirmation, another confirmation of millions, basically. We've been in this long enough. Okay, let's leave it there. Talk to you later.